1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of View from the Cheap Seats. We got a great guest on the show today. Someone who knows his sports, who knows his sports cards. Uh, He's into that whole world and and his opening up of... uh, of our minds to the baseball card world we talk about that and the basketball card world and all the collecting world the unboxing of everything is just to me it's fascinating it, it's fast the collectible nature because we were kids who collected stuff that's but right it's on a whole new level right now and his sort of entry into it opens that door to us scott ragowski uh, former host of hq uh, trivia he was on Zone with Adnan Furk. He had the baseball show called The Change Up. Uh, he's just fantastic. And we get into all of it baseball stuff. We even uh, on our Patreon talked to him about the first Orthodox Jew uh, who was selected uh, in the in MLB the, draft, the pitcher which can throw 97 miles an hour, which is amazing. And won't work on Sabbath. Or he might if he can walk. If he to can the, walk to the games, maybe. Fascinating. Unbelievable. That's on our Patreon. But first, uh, the Olympics are upon us. Yes, we're uh, knee deep in them, which uh, just. Athlete countries are going home. Athletes are not participating. North Korea is not sending a delegation, which did that surprise anybody? Who no. knows? Uh, Toyota. This, to me, maybe was the biggest thing going into the Olympics. Yeah. And we are recording this at a time, but Toyota pulled all of its ads out of the Tokyo Olympics as a sponsor of the game. That's crazy. Because of the backlash that Toyota, that Tokyo and Toyota is getting for even for deciding staging to have the, the games. games at all because of the Delta variant, because of the danger, you know, obviously they had hoped... If the whole world would have gotten vaccinated. That's right. The Delta variant wouldn't be as violent and wouldn't be as dangerous as As much is, of a as threat right as now. it is right now. But no, people had to make it political and people had to not get vaccinated. And so as a result- And no one wants to be the reason why the world is going to have another pandemic or spread the Delta variant even more. I and mean, you think about the Olympics, it's people going from their countries to another country to and all then gather in a major way and sweat on each other, then bring whatever they get their venereal disease from or the Olympic village. And then bring it back out to their countries. And it, this is- this my It's like going to get the variant and then bring it to your country. So this is what I want to ask you. about. Once money starts pulling out, like that's when it gets. That's when you know it, because when corporations have a way lower tolerance, a way lower level of conscience, they're not. They don't care about morals here. But it is a Japanese country, and there is a larger concept, the Japanese concept of the greater Greater good. good. Mm -hmm. So is Toyota? This is my question to you, Rand. Is Toyota just? licking its finger, sticking up the air, and seeing how the wind's blowing, and then they're just trying not to get a negative backlash. Or trying or, to get out in front of it. Or are they trying to do something for the greater good? Are I, they succumbing to this Japanese concept? I think they're trying to do something for the greater good. I think it has now been past the point, sort of the watershed point of the Olympics being seen as something that's good to be a part of. Because initially, when you're talking about the Olympics... People are excited, advertisers, to be a part of it, to say, slap Toyota's name on there because everyone's going to be watching the Olympics. This there are a bunch be of f- feel-good stories. It's a bunch of stories about, you know. People overcoming things and the sacrifice and whatnot, and Toyota wants to be a part of that. But Toyota now- wants you to know the story of... The, the Japanese mom who drove her daughter to gymnastics in their Toyota mm-hmm. pickup truck that had 400,000 miles on it. That's right. And they drove 80 miles a day right, to, to take get, her to practice right. and that's back. Right. And this car never gave up on them just like she never gave up on her daughter. But you can't do those stories when the world is dying because you're having these games. That's right. So they don't want to be a part of it. It's it's a lot of the same calculus that we took about not going out on the road. That's right. You know, part of it was like, look, we don't want to go out on the road and perform to half full venues. We're already splitting the money as it is. So there's mm-hmm. a financial consideration. But at the same time, I don't think we wanted to bring a bunch of people together in the same room. To possibly risk as being a spreading During event. the pandemic. By the way, and there were people going out on the road all the time. So I understand if Toyota is at that place going like, we don't want to contribute to a, a group of games that potentially could be putting people in danger. And the question is, are people going to even watch the Olympics? I I don't know, but if I'm Toyota- and you want to get some positive publicity, which mm-hmm. is what the opposite of what they would have gotten if they you spent open a, up vaccination sites at every single one of your car dealerships. That's number one or number two. You drive around in Toyotas and you and you do mobile vaccinations. There you go, mobile vaccinations to the least vaccinated areas in town, and make a commercial about that. Toyota, here's Toyota going to taking a Toyota, whatever it is, and, uh, and you bring free uh, stuff, uh, T-shirt cannons. It. Everybody People loves will a do t- anything for a free t-shirt. That's They'll right. do anything. You want to get a vaccination? Yeah. We'll get, get a free we'll shoot a t-shirt. We'll you. shoot a t-shirt your way. People love free t-shirts so much. So make it a US Olympics or a Japanese Olympics or whatever it is. Toyota drives to the least vaccinated areas around the world they take all the money that they would have spent on advertising put it into this whole vaccination campaign and try and vaccinate as many people as they can Toyota then, you can do this you can do we're, we're telling it to you right now take and then this you moment. turn that into an ad campaign and I think people will be on board with Toyota forever at and least it would a have portion. been the goodwill that you would have gotten from the Olympics had you stayed in the Olympics you can get it this way that is our story when we come back uh, Scott Rogowski is with us we're going to talk NFTs we're going to talk about uh, cards and we're going talk about how the market just soared during the pandemic. It's come back down to earth, but it's coming back up again. we we'll talk about all that stuff, plus the Mets ridiculous collapse and much, much more. Uh and then later on the show, uh I didn't know that John Oliver, the great John Oliver, had a brother. Did yeah, you know that? I did not know we that. We interviewed John Oliver's brother, Ron Oliver, later on the show and oh boy, it's a doozy. Uh you you're not gonna want to miss it. This is View from the seats. don't go anywhere. Guys with the bustling holiday season well underway, ready-to-eat meal delivery can lend a helping hand. And our good buddies at Factor, they got it. They shop, they prep, they cook, they deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays. How good does that sound? Minus the hassle, that sounds even better. Plus, you know, you got 34 meals per week. Gourmet Plus, Keto, which I've been doing and I love, Calorie Smart Vegan Plus Veggie, and 36-plus weekly add-ons. You'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. My mouth is watering. I can't even do this ad. Our holidays, look, they're jam-packed. I know yours are too. Everyone's looking down the barrel of like so much busy time. If you got two minutes, you get the factor meals. They're super easy to prepare and all of a sudden you're having like a restaurant quality meal in your own home. It's cheaper than going out. As we mentioned, 34 meals per week, 36 plus at add, add-on options. It's amazing. It's cheaper than dining out. Take that money that you save from from not going out and spending money at a restaurant and spend it on the holidays, on gifts and stuff. Special occasion meal, Gourmet Plus, perfect solution. If you're looking for that, upscale. Their options are done easy. It's amazing. Look, here's what you do. Head to go.factor75.com slash Sklar60. Use the code sclar 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code sclar 60 at go.factor75.com slash 60 to get 60% off your first box. I'm telling you, this factor thing is amazing. You'll be amazed at how much time and money you save, and we all need that as we roll into the holidays. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. We got, uh, as promised, our buddy who is really one of the funniest people we know, one of the smartest people we know, one of the quickest people we know, and uh, he also knows the sports. Scott Rogowski, welcome back to the show that you have done many times.
2: I'm one of the...
1: Quickest? Ah, there uh, it, is. People in right, there totally. it is. So, Sky Rogowski, who, if you don't know him, uh, had a show with Adnan Verk, which is all the letters of Dan Van Kirk, but rearranged. Yeah. If you were to throw it in a bag and do a jumble. Uh, Pakistani if, Van Kirk. Pakistani Dan Van, Van Kirk. Or, or, or if Week did a version of Dan Van Kirk. Ad Van Kirk, if you're doing Adnan Virk uh, on zone, where it was called uh, The Change Up. Am I right? That's the right. Change Up? And Talk baseball. And, and
2: I called him Circle Verk. Or uh, Verk Nowitzki. <laughs>
1: Verk Nowitzki is a good one.
2: Yeah, we got into it with the nicknames. Uh
1: He's so he's a really fun guy, and and provided like he's he was a good foil to right. Your he's fun intention. enough, like he intention. can provide the information and allow you allowed you to go off. It was a great Honestly, pairing of people. It, it
2: truly was, and it's one of those things where you know. Neither of us was consulted on who would be the co host. It was right. kind of like we were thrown together last minute. It's like a blind minute. date. It's like a blind, blind date. date. Three days before the season starts and our first
1: show is on the air, we meet. And, but you, and you knew of him from ESPN and yeah. you knew that he was like a quality. Like, I always loved him on ESPN. He's a I good broadcaster. A good broadcaster knows his stuff, could do a good job, and, and also had a great sort of positive energy. Anyway, you guys the did funny, a gr- The funny great part job. is we
2: hadn't met. At the All Star Game in 2018, the year prior, when he I was there it. as a celebrity softball attendee, as a, as, a, as a roster member because from H- of HQ, because trivia. of HQ trivia, and so he interviewed me, him and Eddie Perez and Perez oh, nice. interviewed me on ESPN, like you know, by their desk at the game, and I, you know, I kind of forgot that. But how'd uh, you do in that game? How many hits? That was, I think, I was two for three in that one. I got a, wow. I, I, I struck out Shaq on
1: a foul tip to Wale. Who no no can say that? Foul tip to Wale. I got him to pop foul to Wale behind the plate. I love that animated movie, Wale. <laughs> that was my favorite Disney Pixar movie about uh, ro- how we're trashing our planet. Yeah, a robot, Wale. Uh, <laughs> <evil>! um, <laughs> for those got, who don't For those who don't know, we'll reset for- He's a rapper. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, mixtape about nothing. He's a big Seinfeld fan. Oh well, really? Cool guy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I love it. And you, I singled off of Bernie Williams. I mean, that that was you know highlight of my life. So you, I, you singled but, off of Bernie Williams, and you retuned his uh, acoustic guitar, which I thought was really nice. I dropped the D, which is you know <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're when you're
2: playing, you know, which I mean, is what face. Cheater
1: used to do all the time. and Then he gave him a gift basket. He, <laughs> he dropped the D, and then he gave him a gift basket. It is so nice to have you on, as we are in. The dog days of summer, obviously the Olympics are forthcoming. We're in the midst of it right now. Is it even happening? I don't know. This is such a weird Olympics. This is when all all eyes turn towards baseball, and we start to head towards the pennant races. You know, it, it looks like in the National League it's going to be three teams from the West and then all the division winners, right? I mean, that kind of is what three it is. Te- I think it's the three teams from the West and the Brewers, which can we just say, you know, Tampa Bay, by the way, I'm looking at the, the American League, and Tampa Bay, as we record this right now, who knows what's going to happen next week when eight this days. drops, in eight days when it drops, but as we record this, they were one game behind Boston, which Boston was playing out of their minds, and yeah. you say to yourself, God, Tampa Bay is always there. They win the NHL Stanley Cup two years in a row, they win, they the, win Super the Super Bowl, Bowl, and they're probably going to be in it or close to it again this year Champa with Tampa Bay.
2: Tampa Bay, no town deserves it more, so no, really. Mil- is Milwaukee the new Tampa Bay? Well, this week, yeah. I mean, uh, between them and the Brewers,
1: you're saying? I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it could it, it, get, get Aaron, Aaron Rodgers back, back. You never uh, know. Yeah. know. Uh, that was <laughs> the juiciest noise ever <laughs> made by three people. But uh, let's talk about, let's talk about, you're again. Talk, you're talking about the Olympics,
2: and you're talking about the playoffs, and my Mets are in first place right now.
1: So does that, do you, bl- as a long, suffering, as a suffering Mets fan, do you have confidence in this first place? What's going to happen first? Are the Mets going to win uh, their division and win a series in the playoffs, or is Mike Piazza going to come out of the closet? What happens first? Well, I'll say this. I mean, right now you're safer being unvaxxed
2: at an Olympic Village Georgie than taking the mound <laughs> for right. the Mets. That's, That's right. true. Because they have more pitchers on the shelf than a... Cracker <laughs> Barrel Country Store, thank you, thank you. okay?
1: And they do have a lot of pictures on, on the, on the shelf. shelf. I told you I was the quickest. You Let are the quickest. It me took me a second, it, but you got well, it. Well, the Dodgers have a lot of pictures on the shelf, and one for, two for uh, injury reasons, and one because he's a terrible human being. He choke Sh- people out. So that's a crazy. That's story. a crazy. I mean, crazy. Crazy. What, do you, what do you do with what, Trevor Bauer? The
2: biggest off-season signing ever. Every, everyone's a buzz. Who? I mean, the Mets wanted him. Can you imagine if the Mets had a deal with this? Rags.
1: He is the biggest off-season signing. Number one. Number two. He was joins in, the World Champions. Right. Number two. Number three. He's a very outspoken person. Like he's. He's the one who's complaining about why are you making such a big deal about the spider tech stuff that right. we have. And then he's also throwing shade at other people. It's like he's out he's he, a very vocal person, probably the most vocal
2: Yeah baseball. taking it upon himself to put himself in the spotlight. He's
1: the anti trout. Right? If you yes, you know there's like I wish he would have an interpreter, someone that would you know he starts talking and then the other person interprets it into actually decent things (laughs) to say. But like, fine, I don't want to curb this guy's speech, but that's who he was. And now, like, what do you do with him? The the Dodgers have to let him go. Am I right? I mean, there's no way they can hang on. You're innocent until proven guilty, but man, this does not look good, and it does not. You're innocent until proven guilty in the court of law, but if the Dodgers feel like. This guy yeah. is bad for business. It's yeah. a bit. It's when, it, when in the end, it's a business. What does the contract say? Is it, is it? Does it come down to like? Is this? Did they get a kill fee? I bet they do. I bet there are things in the contract that's. I'm not this, worried about the guy's like financial future. He's gonna be fine. I it mean, is, they're acts of God, but acts of assholery. I, know, <laughs> I mean, acts of Chuck literally. literally. Uh, though, but that. So what. I think he's gone. I, they're saying he's like not coming back until the end of July, but I, I think he's gone. Yeah. How, how do yeah. you put that guy on the mound? Right. It's in a right right a city situation. Like Los Angeles? So if you are the Dodgers and you put him on the mound at all, you put him on the mound to where some fans who don't care about what he's done, who will take the side of him, who will victim blame and victim shame, they will cheer for this guy. So essentially what you're saying if especially if he wins and he plays like Trevor Bauer. So essentially as the Dodgers, you're saying we stand with this guy, and we are against victims of you know we we completely don't believe the words of a victim. That's what you say as an organization, and I'm telling you, the Dodgers will not want to do that. There is no and, and they right. will and they will come back to the thing of well, why did this woman come back a second time? Like th- those are all. That's what a lot of those people are going to be saying. Right, she came a, back right, from right, the doubters and the, yeah. the doubters and the people who the will cynics and them. the yeah.
2: people. Yes, but you know maybe they can put them in a dunk tank and have fans line up and just give them a bunch of little cuts and it's lemon juice it's lemon
1: juice and a bunch of cuts
2: bunch of, yeah i, I blame know. aziz i think he was hanging out with aziz much <laughs> i don't, in LA. Know. Uh,
1: I don't know look all i'm saying is they've got a problem the dodgers no longer have the number one pitcher clayton kershaw is hurt until at least august dustin may down for the year with tommy John johnson giants aren't getting any worse Are they? Well, maybe the Dodgers are trying. They're like, look, look at how the Giants are doing it with a bunch of no-name guys who are literally going about their business. They're not huge stars. Maybe we need to do that. So maybe they're trying to no-name their roster. Look, I will go to
2: the mattresses for Kurt Casale. And Donovan Solano. There you go. I mean, these are the unheralded stars of the Giants. Like, you know, Mike Yastrzemski. There's another Yastrzemski in the major leagues these days, if you haven't been paying attention. I know. And
1: Yaz, downstairs at Eric's. (laughs) 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 Very nice. Uh, Well, I mean, okay, so... I personally think it's going to be the Dodgers it's going to be the Giants the Dodgers and the Padres in some order. Mm-hmm. I think the Padres could make They could that end run. up at the top I of the mean, Tatis, at the end just, of it.
2: Tatis alone. Is can power that team. Fun Unbelievable. Dude ever.
1: I love him. He's so good for, for the sport. He, for Rand, what Randy and I said is when we were in Cleveland doing shows I don't even know if you were there with us, Rags, but we were there and we were watching the World Baseball Classic, and USA was playing like Colombia, and we couldn't really see the score. We were far away. It was in between shows, and we saw everyone empty out of the Colombian dugout. Colombia scored, and we were like, "Oh my god!" And they, they ran out of the dugout, and we're like, "Oh my god!" They had a walk off. And they beat the USA. Like, that's insane. Columbia beat the USA or something like that. And, and we get up close and we're like, oh, no, it's only the second inning. They just scored one run. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was their reaction to scoring one run. run. They jumped yeah, over and, the side you, of the thing like as, they won the World Series. As we watch it, we're like, oh, yeah, they're having fun. Like, th- there should be so much fun in baseball. And why isn't it like that in Major League Baseball? Why, why aren't more guys, like, going nuts and throwing the bat up into because, the sky? Because the Tatis Juniors weren't the – they they weren't the sort of the I don't know I was the old guard or the the establishment of baseball and mm-hmm. I feel like as this guy starts to move in like you're like Tatis Jr. You're so good you can have a down first part of your year you're still gonna get voted into the all- you'll you'll be an all star every year because people love you yeah he's what fun
2: yeah it's a fun I mean look I mean the the, the league I think is. It's slowly turning the page, I think, with some of that stuff. The stodginess of old, right? And I think a lot of it is, you know, and it's happening in every league, but it was accelerating the others, I believe. The the video game culture, like the young guys coming up now... Are just more tapped into, you know, the zeitgeist. I think and they they, they like it, it. Just, you know, that sparks the creativity, so to speak, and the energy, and and, and it's, and it's Dude, exciting. Let,
1: let's talk about Shohei Ohtani. The fact that there is a guy, I love that he doesn't speak English. I love that he has an interpreter. Take it's like, like, that, Stephen A. Yeah, it like it's <laughs> like he comes from somewhere else. It's like he, it's, yeah. He's like magic. He's almost like a Marvel superhero. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. he's got an origin story. He came from the depths of Japan. Kyle, yeah. exactly. He comes here with it. He can only speak through an interpreter, even though we have video of him speaking perfect English. <laughs> he only speaks through an interpreter. Like there's a it. Be, it's the myth making. You know, when we talk about the myth of Bo Jackson, and I don't know if you saw that thirty for thirty, but they're like he was the last great guy where people have stories that you never. But see. you don't have footage. It's like we don't have footage of Shohei Ohtani doing stuff as a youngster, or there is like that great stuff. There's some stuff with Japan, but it's hard. You got to dig it right. up. This guy was I on want- track since he was in fifth grade, right? Yeah. He he, he kind of materialized, right. yeah. He, but he he we, we didn't know his every move. Like we weren't And now into, he's the biggest, how great is it, that the biggest star in baseball, without a doubt, Shohei Otani. He is. Like mm-hmm. the ball don't lie, as Rashid Wallace says. He is the biggest star in baseball. The biggest star in basketball right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh-huh. So a Greek- Imports. Greek- and By way of Nigeria and uh, Japan, those are two of the major sports, and these are your biggest guys, and obviously the biggest uh – the biggest player in in hockey is Canadian. So, like the major of the major sports, football would being the only one where it's not that. But like it's amazing how to me, I think this is great. America should be celebrating that. You know the fact that like here we have these sports that are so international that are. I look, the world is beating in basketball. The world is caught up to the United States yeah. on on the, on the Olympic level. But don't sleep on Sebastian Janikowski's
2: son, who could be the next great NFL star out that's, of uh, Poland. It, so. Does he smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Smokes a lot. Yeah. Is he a
1: kicker? Uh, yeah. No, it's it.
2: cool. The global the globalization, of course, again another trend that's just been spreading in the last twenty years, and it's and it's getting to the point now where all the all the the the, the fruits of the labor that these leagues put in. I mean, mm-hmm. world football leagues, and yeah. you know, NBA touring yeah. uh, Europe and, and, and Asia, and you know, the Yao Ming, right? And sure, oh, the so it's just team the dream team of the early night. Dream team of the it goes back 20, 30 years at this point. I mean, the conscious efforts were made by all these, these seeds leagues. were planted. Seeds were planted, and now they're they're reaping the harvest.
1: Yeah. So I, I just think it's amazing. Again, I watched you know in watching Giannis, and we talked about this in last week's episode. But in watching Giannis and how he handled, there was a video on TikTok of him ordering at uh, Chick fil A. He like orders a fit. He orders fifty pieces on the nose. He's like, I want fifty piece like chicken thing, not fifty one. Not forty-nine, I want fifty. And he's fifty for the amount of points he scored, fifty for the years (laughs) since they won their last one. Brilliant. Just amazing. And he drives up through the drive-thru with with both trophies. And the reason he said he had both trophies, this is so beautiful. It makes you love the guy. We're like teared up listening to him. He's like This is what he said. He wasn't like, I'm the greatest. Step away from me. I'm better than everybody else, and I'm more physically gifted than anybody, and I can block DeAndre Ayton. I can do this, and I can do that. No. He said, the reason I have both trophies with me in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A is that I don't want to wake up tomorrow and realize this whole thing was a dream. You love the guy. It's just you love that guy. Again, I feel like there is a humbleness to Shohei Otani in the same way that there is like a – not I'm better than everybody else. He shows it. And he does it when he swings the bat. His swing is so sweet. his mm. swing is so true. When he pitches, there's like an extra gear that his ball goes into in movement on a hundred mile an hour fastball. It's just like he doesn't have to say it. And look, here's a guy who,
2: you know, the the, in, the c- comes in very heralded. Right. injuries in 2019 right and then of course last year being short and it's like people were and, and I can relate to the card industry if you want to sort of pivot into let's that pivot in. let's pivot into that because cuz that's you know, what you're, you're talking Ohtani about he's the rookie greatest rookie. right you are talking yeah. the greatest star he, his cards are the hottest as they've ever been
1: so well, what hot. is a what is a, mint, a gem mint 10 Shohei otani rookie card going for i, I uh, in I, general I, I can check there's
2: a there's a real time check it check in real to know. time and we'll... there, there's an app called card ladder that uh-huh. i use to check the uh it's it's, it's i'm telling you, the trading that happens it's like straight well, up were... stock market stuff like so there's 4.7 billion dollar market cap 1.4 billion dollars wow. of sales were made y- yesterday yesterday
1: 1.4 billion yesterday in in physical card sales or uh, nfts I'm sorry.
2: 1 1, 1. 1.4 million still that's 1. a lot 1.4 million dollars worth of cards were traded yesterday
1: alone so that's amazing you know you can look up like what the latest uh, moves with Otani's are and it's like Bitcoin it, like when are players going to want to start being tra- being oh, paid in baseball Russell cards Russell Oak in NFTs in their own cards their own in their own, own NFT card. I want 7,000 of
2: my rookie card <laughs> yeah I mean so Shohei Otani rookie cards and this is like the base you know to get into the card stuff you got to know the world that we live in now it's not like nineteen eighties. 87 Tops when we were growing up. Right, well, with, which, which we collected. Right, in. when there's just, you know, maybe there's Tops, Fleer, Donruss, and there's just one set, and mm-hmm. that's it. Now you get it.
1: You get the bubble gum and you hope you get an Otani in yeah. the pack. Now you got
2: like 15, 20 different brands, Okay, maybe even more, 30 different card brands coming right. out each year. Uh-huh. They all have parallels. Right. They all have uh, autograph versions. What they are have numbered parallels? versions. What are parallels? So they'll make, you know, so here's an example, Tops. So, first of all, there's 2018 Top Shohei Otani Rookie Card, $300 in in Gem Ten today. Unreal. You know, which is like, again- That's only three
1: years old. If you
2: bought that, by the way, when it came out, it was hot. And I remember I sold an Otani autograph for like $450 in 2018. Wow. Right? But 2019, the injuries, that's when you could have probably had this card for five bucks. No way. Yeah.
1: And now it's like out of control.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it's out of control because he is the greatest. And people are, you know, he's living up to the expectations. Right. And it, it had you had faith in him, like some people had faith in Bitcoin, right? It, it is a similar thing. You have to have faith in these players that, you know what, an injury is not going to derail them completely. That's right. They're going to come back. They're going to show why they're the greatest on both sides of the so, ball. But
1: like it, but what's so crazy is who do you know to have faith in and who do you know not to have faith in? I mean, you look at a, a pitcher like on the Mets. Jacob deGrom is probably the best pitcher of our time. And, and he's shut down for the rest of the year. Shut down for the year? Yeah. I yeah. mean, and can you? This is my question. I've never known this, and I asked Randy, and he's like, "I don't know. I don't know the answer to this." Rex, maybe can you, know you the answer. Uh, like can you unshut down someone, someone down? If like, they're shut you, down, can you shut them up? Because you're just saying <laughs> shut ch- down for what? Yeah, they're like <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 yeah. Do. no. <laughs> it, he's shut down by the Mets or by his people or Darrell Rivas' doctor or whoever, yeah. saying yeah, lockdown. So he's shut down <laughs> on an island. But what I'm saying is if the Mets are in first place and if the Mets make a playoff warrant, can you break glass and pull him out and say, We need him in case of emergency. Playoffs, yeah, I mean he took two months off. Let's get him a start. You, before I'm the saying end can of you reevaluate year. him at the end of September and say can he go?
2: Right. Or do you go with Anthony Banda? Not a bad option. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean some of these Mets players like again, I don't know, Robert Stock. guards Syndergaard. done Syndergaard. for the year. Well he's no, he's he's started. Throwing off, back. he started, throwing, started off, throwing, off, off, throwing off off the phone. off hard ground. Right, I think which is better than a bouncy castle, which was last
1: week. So really, um, you don't have a bouncy castle, then he's going to do a soft marsh. Right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start handling watermelons again <laughs> in the supermarket, <laughs> which is good. a huge step <laughs> in, a in the a rehab big step process for
1: rotator then cuff. he goes it, to yeah. Sir yeah. La Table and then throws off some <laughs> sponges, and then he gets back into it. Yeah, so so once he starts <laughs> spitting plates, you know he's ready to. But what if you're like Jacob Degrom is the best pitcher ever? I'm going to buy up all this stuff, and then he gets injured again. You know what I mean? I, I was listening to, I forgot who was talking about it, about bat, hitting against DeGrom and the the notion of how he's like, I'm going to just strike out. I know I'm going to strike out when I go up there against him. His ball, he's like, I've never against any other pitcher have I seen a ball explode out of somebody's hand like that. You guess, you have to guess right, and even if you guess right, you still swing and you miss. It's, so why is he get I mean, he doesn't look like, you know, he's not. It's, it's arm I don't know how action. tall
2: he is. Like if you, how tall is Jacob DeGrom? Like, he's you know, like 5'4", surprisingly. Oh my yeah. God. He's short as a Yeah, Yeah. He's, uh, a, he's probably... Like, like, no, but he... It's, it's not 6'6", is no, what I'm saying. He's, he's
1: like 6'3". Like he, it's arm action mixed with like the flexibility of whatever they can do, the way they hide it, and the way that it just... Is jump, suddenly revealed that jumps his off, off his hand. And when
2: I, you know, early in his career, I thought it was the hair, like he's
1: hiding right. oh, it by, God, behind the that hair mane, was so great. you know, that Samson-esque mane. But he cut the hair, and he still has dominance. Got the Degrominator, Degrominator, got better.
2: He got, he got better. You know, uh, delightful, the lovely Degrom. What's uh, going to
1: happen to this guy's career? I mean, is it? Just so gonna... this is again,
2: you know, talking about the the hobby. There's a reason why pitchers don't have the same, you know, love from collectors that that hitters do because the prevalence of injuries. Right. And you know, you take a risk, right? Well, any one of these guys. I mean, name one pitcher who hasn't had missed a season these right. days. I guess top pitcher hasn't missed a full season or more with some surgery or all of them blisters yes. and this. I mean, by the way, wait, these <laughs> doesn't it bother you that like it seems like more and more athletes are getting injured uh-huh. across all these sports. Yeah. Yes. In, in a time when. You know, we We should know know better. We have the best training techniques ever developed, the best, finest supplements and recovery tools, and and the best understanding of kinesiology in the history of mankind. So, I think,
1: do you want to know my theory on this? I have one too. Yeah, I'd love to hear yours. Go ahead. Let me hear yours. Let me hear yours. All right, so I'll tell you mine is that I think players and science is identifying where players should go in terms of how they play and how they're used and it's more specialized than it's ever been. So they say you're the pitcher for the 6th and 7th inning and you're not going to do anything more than that. So you don't have to build yourself up in such a way. It's not like a starter that they bring in or I mean I remember Bruce Sutter when we were a kid would relieve uh and end of the game in the last 3 innings. He pitched the last 3 innings to get the save. We're not talking about coming in for 2 outs or 3 outs or whatever. He pitched 3 whole innings for the save, it was almost as like he was a he had the strength of a starting pitcher. So when you specialize so hard, they're like go out there and throw it as hard as you possibly can. Whereas a Bruce Suter would say, you know what, I got to conserve my strength because I might be in here for three innings. I'm not going to overthrow myself. And you see guys throwing their arms out and the way they throw across their body, you just see them that that's not something that can sustain itself. And there was like a whole thing on Real Sports about I think what was the guy's name, Mike Morgan, the pitcher, Mike mm-hmm, Morgan, mm-hmm. who was having guys practice by throwing they're like why do tennis players not get the rotator cuff the same thing because they do the same motion as baseball players in swinging down when they serve but they don't have the same amount of rotator cuff injuries and Tommy John surgeries and elbows and this and that because they hold on to their rackets so like why don't we teach pitching where the guys hold on to the ball. They throw and maybe the ball is attached to something and the you know what I mean, basically you're holding on to something and like that's a way to strengthen that area. And so they were teaching and it was working, but like it was only accepted by a small group of people. It wasn't yeah. like all of major league baseball was accepting it. But if they keep seeing guys go down and the stars of the league go down, it's a it's a huge that's issue. You What's your like? theory? Uh,
2: that's an interesting theory. Um I think it's the extra ten percent. Really? Yeah. I mean all these athletes now are saying they give 110%. That is it. it. And 100% too much. is enough. You're you're, th- you're too doing much. too much. 100 Which is why I started 100%. the Keep It 100 campaign. Keep it 100. So, okay. Keep It 100 Save the 10% for tipping the clubhouse attendance. you know? Which they Thank don't you. even get tipped enough. Right. Thank you.
1: They'll appreciate it. They'll Thank you. just huge buckets of uh chewing gum. Uh so let's so but let's talk about the American League. But yeah. Let's start with the American League. The American League. Who who's emerging from the American League, as far as you're concerned, right now, as we sit here, kind of on the second half of this season? I mean, is it? Do you see a team like Tampa Bay, is Tampa it like Bay getting Boston. hot in the end, or is this Boston's uh, league to lose?
2: Cora's comeback. come back. Um, Yeah, I mean, Boston, Tampa,
1: New York. I, you know, New York. I still feel like has really? has, has a lane in there. Do they? Yes. I mean, you can't count the Yankees out. I think you can. In certain <laughs> ways, like you can't. I'm COVID like, is trying to count. I'm them like, out. what is Giancarlo Stanton? What is his identity? He used to be a guy who just got up and you feared him. I'm like, what is he now? What? Did, please tell me what he is. The He's a big He's strong. Yeah. You know, another guy. Another guy just guy's can't stay healthy. Yeah. He's like baseball rock. He's like the rock in baseball, mm-hmm. essentially.
2: The the, the uh, or or Sylvester Stallone and the. The expendable. He's
1: basically expendable. He's, is what he's he is he's expendable <laughs> in some weird way. I don't know if the Yankees are. I really don't know. I really don't think what so. What about the A's or like teams like that? I that think Houston are, is going to wind Houston. up emerging. Yeah, they're in first. I mean, Houston's in first, and Altuve's hitting multiple home run games. They ripped and, off his shirt in one game, and there was no sound device underneath. That <laughs> was probably right? a shocking thing that we found. Yeah. That That's a guy who you say, obviously, stature-wise, doesn't match. You're like, what is he doing? What is he doing? 5'4", well, 5'5", five, 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 doing that stuff? Come on. I mean, maybe he's got a, just a more compact swing. Comp, it's yeah. like the messy... He's got a big bat. He's got a big bat, and he maybe he can just turn his wrist in a way that none of us, the rest of us can.
2: I mean, I'm trying to think of comps. Uh, Fernando Vina, Jose right.
1: Vidro. Right. I don't know. I
2: mean, no. You know, yeah, he's the power... Freddie Patek.
1: Patek. Yeah. Freddie
2: Patek. Glenn Hubbard. Freddie Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, You know, you... you some of these guys can just turn on it, and and they have, they're they're just. Yeah, it's the wrist. It really is that the, the the wrist action. Like you don't have to be a hulking, bulking guy to to crush the ball. I yeah. mean, it, it's baseball is one of those sports. where It's all about the mechanics. It's just so important and the fluidity of that. And if you can tap into that, it's why you have a Tim Lincecum. You know, it's why you have these unexpected heroes that that can. Dude, that I was can...
1: watching Hendricks pitch last night for the Cubs, and you know, Sutcliffe said, "Look, I'm not saying he's this guy." So everybody shut up before it wasn't Sutcliffe here, but it was referenced by Carl Ravitch. Said he's not. It's like, I'm not saying he's this guy. So nobody get on me for this, but he's the closest thing I've seen to Greg Maddux. Since Greg Maddox, meaning he had everybody off the wrong foot. The way he was throwing, 80 miles an hour, 87 was his fastball. And he just, you know, we're we're watching guys come in and throw, you know, triple digits on this thing. And you get ready for that as a hitter so much. You're only prepared to hit something that's coming that fast that when some guy throws super slow and changes it up to 80, 77, 87, 89, you don't know how to handle that. Hmm. It's so. And if mean, you look so at I Greg
2: Maddux, like you know, he looks like an assistant librarian yes. in those early '90s with the glasses and he everything. Did. Like this is again, baseball is this. I think the only sport where you can sort of uh, uh, transcend the the mold of the typical right. athlete, right. and succeed. Right. I mean, like Steve Balboni comes to mind, Bob Hamlin, these guys, yeah. with- Tony Gwynn, Tony Gwynn, these guys with legit paunches. <laughs> <Fat>. You know, <laughs> Tony we, Gwynn it, was fat. it's it's like unfair to say fat now. I guess like that's not a, fine. A, Tony a, Gwynn was
1: hefty. He's he husky, was, husky.
2: Yeah, morbidly obese, and actually, no. Sadly, I mean, but but the thing is, that's what I personally love about baseball. As someone who is not a prototypical uh, gifted athlete with that stature, you know, growing up, I sort of thought I can succeed in the sport because right. guys like who that's look right. like Nomar Garcia para with that face can make it, you so, know. yeah, the, I, to, but, to
1: quote Trans, the the TV show Transparent, the schnoz on that guy, the schnoz <laughs> on, on that guy. guy. Well, like uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is looks like. He is Superman. Like he a could. Greek right, statue. Right. right, And and, and to sh- be a
2: good basketball player, you, you have to. White Howard, Superman. I mean, look at these guys, the way they're built. We, we call them LeBron. The, LeBron. Yes. I know. Um, and football, you can't be, uh, you know, how many Rudys are there, really? And the guy, what, got into one game? Good for you, buddy. He wasn't even that good. He wasn't even that good. He wasn't even that good. But, but, I'm no, talking I mean, about Sean Aston Green. He wasn't even that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but baseball's the only one. So it's, it's, it's democratized in that way, I think. I'm talking about Brian Austin
1: Green. <laughs> Brian Austin Green. <laughs> Sean Aston. Sean Aston. I call them Sean Aston Green. Because <laughs> he was like Brian. Sean Aston Martin. <laughs> Sean Aston Martin. Uh, last question about the, because uh, I have the uh, question about NFTs and just like, because I don't fully understand yeah. it. But like, if you can just real briefly talk about just the insane nature of like- Where a, are we heading with NFT? Like Explain a NFTs Explain a it bit. to our, our, our fans.
2: Uh, they don't know by now. I mean, uh, may, I think some not. do it's, and some may not know. Honestly, it's the kind of thing that happens so fast that it, it's NFT almost like NFT means not
1: safe for work, right? Oh, that's NSFW. <laughs> I'm sorry. So NFTs are—it's non-fungible
2: ha- token. I'm a I'm a joker. I'm a
1: smoker. I'm a non-fungible, non-fungible token. token. Okay, got Yeah, that, it, it happened so fast that it's almost over now. You say? Yeah, yeah,
2: no, because this is a craze that really popped. I would say, you know, last November, okay, n- December. When into were January. in my
1: garage when you were talking to me about it? You we were you're talking like, about it. When yeah. was it? Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and then
2: January, February. I mean really around january and february the stimulus checks coming the market was so overheated and this goes across the board stock market crypto sports card market was huge that's when the michael jordan rookie sold for seven fifty thousand dollars setting a new record at the time but by the way another one sold for 850 last week there was a major dip and and it's starting to creep back up guys so wow uh, but but that that 750 card sold for 350 four months later so january was the hottest point we had it and that's when this nft stuff was popping off but honestly now we're in july and into august like tell me Uh, what give an example of one nft what's a well so these it really started to take hold i mean i think this concept been around for a while but for sports fans and sports collectors particularly this NBA Top Shot is what put it on the map, okay. and that is a company, I think they're called Dapper Labs, that creates some other NFTs, crypto kitties or something, some other things, and, but now they, they, they got a license from the NBA, okay. and they're taking moments from games, they call them moments. So, a LeBron dunk, a layup. How Le, about the yeah. NFT, uh, it's how it's about block? Onto the, the, the block, or that slam dunk, that, that dolly-oop in At game six. At the end six. of the game, yeah. You know, like those So, the biggest moments? Well, they, they basically clip off every moment, you know. Right. Uh, a Vadova uh, uh, steal, yeah. if he was, <laughs> yes. but but may but he rest in peace. Rest I know peace. he's just not coming that, just, to give just a good coming off the bench. Just Taco Fall coming off the bench, you know, right. just that's standing right. up and taking the towel yeah. off his that's, back, which is an NFT moment. That's meaning. an NFT moment. But like that's so so the, they do all these moments, but the biggest ones, of course, the biggest plays. LeBron when he did the Kobe tribute, and they'll go back to Damian history, Lillard,
1: too. like game winners, those where he turns away exactly. So so if you're a most fan and you're like, I want this moment. Moment.
2: Well, let you me can you. own the moment. Right. So so, so it, it, it seems like when I first saw it, and I saw it pretty early and I sort of passed on the whole thing, but it's like, who's going to pay for a YouTube clip? It's essentially right. what it is. You're, you're getting a clip of the game, that particular moment, maybe a five-second moment, like I said, a steal, a dunk, whatever, and uh, they put a little frame around, digital frame, and they have every angle on it, and you know they make it look nice, but it's just the clip from the game and the replays on it. So they put these in packs, virtual packs, that you buy a pack, you open it up, and you get maybe three or five moments in these packs, and they're all serial numbered. And that's where it comes into play, because it's scarcity. It's manufactured scarcity. Mm. They put this in the blockchain and all that jazz, but yeah. but basically, you know, it, it's this token that you can own digital property now, and my... My uh, uh, purchase, which was made through this blockchain address, and I have this serialized number. So there's no other number, it's but like mine. a living piece of art, right? So to speak. But and 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 there are, there are additions out of one, one of ones. There's one out of 500, one out of thirty thousand. So you know the the scarcer ones are worth more, and there's a sure. market for this. You can trade and sell them. So that's the whole NFT thing in a nutshell. It's wow. just virtual cards. So and my my first blush, I was like, this is idiotic. I thought about it more and I'm like you know what it's kind of brilliant if you're a kid today your whole life is online exactly. you're playing this stuff you know we collected baseball cards basketball cards it's just a physical cardboard a, a static image someone dunking image.
1: on somebody if
2: you're lucky maybe they are got their hands on their hips or a uh, holding a basketball
1: in front of but the camera how do, how do you Brag about that and show other people that you have it. That you have the NFT.
2: When you live in a virtual world, like they all do, they're online all the time. They have their avatars. They put it. They put it on their Instagram page. They post it on TikTok. Like wow. they just show it to the world, wow. and you See, just I need the picture this. of it, right? right. I mean, right. when you buy a new pair of sneakers or you put on Instagram, like you, you show it your stuff stolen? off. No, that's the thing. There's security to this. You know, the, the securitization is important. But whereas, you know, you have a physical card like this. You know, by the way, kneeling. I mean how how interesting is this photo that of, of Ken kid.
1: Griffey Jr. kneeling right now. Yeah, and he got injured. Up. That's that way well, he got injured on he his got, knee. That's hey, how way, fragile Ken Griffey you, Jr. You was. You know how like on most baseball diamonds there are mountains behind it? Where the hell is, is this in Arizona? Bellingham, uh Washington, Washington perhaps. Jesus. Where he played. But you know, this is
2: probably spring training. Um but but uh no, I mean, my point is, this is boring. Uh, you know, for for someone who wants to interact with something, but if you love play, Ken Griffey
1: Junior. where he goes over the wall and you're watching and the, the whole
2: video of him going over the wall, and making a catch, or, or hitting a home run in the derby with a hat backwards and all that, you get the full play, and now that's yours. You own that in the same way you own a physical card. Right. You go, okay. It's, it 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 makes more sense. The technology didn't allow us to have little videos in our hands. Right now, you can with your phone and these top shots. You can have a video of your favorite moment, your favorite player in your hand. So that that's yours. That's the top shot thing. But like I said, the craze was hot, and it's crashed all the way down. And like I couldn't even tell you what's going on in the market. I don't know anyone's talking about it anymore. Right. I'm sure there's still people doing it. They have new releases, but I never got on board with it because like like I'm holding these cards now. I'm still old school, and it is I cool to see that in your hand. There's right something there. in your hand. So I brought some created cards here because you yeah. know. By the way, when this episode drops, I will be at the national convention the sports car convention in Chicago, Illinois, technically you Rosemont. You
1: Illinois. hear that by the Rosemont Horizon? Is that where it's oh, at? You bet. In the okay. convention center. Yeah. So, okay, go to the convention center if you're going in Chicago. Go see where you're going to be. In I'll booth? be
2: there in the booth. I'm doing stuff with a company called Collectible and Starstock. Nice. We're doing live breaks. We're doing nice. pack wars. I'm walking around doing some trivia questions. Scarlet We're, Fire, out, all the
1: things that used to happen. Pack, pack uh, wars into Scarlet, into Fire, into Help Slip <laughs> Franklin's. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <gasps> Maybe a Warfret. So, <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> so uh, no, I'll be there. And, and I'm in this now. I am got back into this card thing. I did it as a kid. And I say as a kid. I was doing it, you know two years ago too but but when I got it when this market started to get hot and, yeah. I, and, and people are now reaching out to me because I've sort of been known as a collector I, I did some web series three years ago with HQ was big and yeah. you know it was a Yahoo sports show and it was like I was opening old packs of cards and amazing. people you know people identify with that the, love I it. love seeing other geeks out there that's right, that's and now right. it's I'm, an unboxing thing so I've it. started doing these unboxings these box amazing. breaks amazing. I, I have an Instagram called Play Break Boss I've created a gamified version called Break Boss amazing. so at Play Break Boss I just started this yesterday I love it we oh, break, pa- and I can. T- I mean, if we have time, I can talk about one of my favorite boxes. But well, I let's, know take what- a, let's take a break. break. The we'll other other on the side
1: of the break. I cannot wait to hear this. Scott Rogowski is with us uh, at uh, what is your uh, Twitter and Instagram, and so people can find. Well, it. you know,
2: at Scott Rogowski, but who cares? At Play Break Boss. I'm trying to build this. I think I have at seven followers right fine.
1: now. Let's do it. At Play, play Break, break Boss. Boss. If
2: you collect cards, all sports, and you want to play a, a game, a fun game to break Following some cards him right now. Yeah, follow. It costs nothing so, to follow. Nothing. Just
1: enjoy it. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with uh, to find out what his favorite. Uh, Uh, Pack or favorite box to break is, and we have a couple of quick hits. We'll do that on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We are with the great Scott Rogowski of DaZone fame, of HQ uh, trivia fame, of uh, he's just fantastic. And now Break Boss fame. Break Boss. And bust. I do want to say something. I know I before it, you're at 28 followers, yes, 29 already at 29.
2: I love it. Uh, just before the break, there you mentioned it, it doesn't cost anything. I, 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 I Heard that and now now it is fourteen ninety nine a month. Oh holiday. wait, holy um, my God! I, so I made a quick adjustment in the
1: break. It's got it's gone up a little bit. Yeah. So at break, boss. Play, play break, boss. Play Someone's break squatting
2: boss. on break, boss. Okay. So at, at play, play break, break, boss. And I say play because it is a game. Now, all right. Check this if out. If you've ever seen a br- a live break before, have you guys? Have I've you ne- seen? Uh, Oh wait. I think I
1: know. Oh my God. This has
2: become a huge thing in the last five years or so. Um, oh my God. Are we going to get a live break on buy, this People People have a box of cards like I have here. This right. is right. Truly, one of my favorite boxes, and I'll explain why. Nineteen ninety ninety-one NBA Hoops wow. Series One. Wow. But uh, the, the standard break is: some guy goes on there, has a box, sells spots. So there are thirty-six packs in this box. I would sell thirty-six spots. You know, each person gets a pack, or they do it by teams, which is very popular. Like I, I get, you know, you randomize, so I get so the I Nuggets. Get the, I get so you the, get the Nuggets and an Alex English card comes. Alex get English, that. boom. You know, uh, uh, maybe a Reggie mm. Williams if you're lucky. Okay. Um, then there's like, you know. No. You're not lucky with an Alex English. That's no, 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 no. But then you're, there's like you know the bullets and the Sonics, right? So you can throw back to the old school. play uh, Alex, English uh, was my, Alex English
1: was my favorite uh, Vampire Weekend song. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> California English. Anyway, continue.
2: But so, so these breaks happen that's all Oxford the time. Comma. I'm Oxford sorry, comma. Oxford
1: comma. Is
2: there Sydney Moncrief joke we can make? <laughs> I don't know. So. But, but uh, no, this is um, the, the way the breaks go. Normally, is you know, it's pretty standard. People pay ahead of time, they buy it and they get a team, they get maybe. So you're they gonna get, break this box open no, right no, here? No, no, I'm not gonna do it right here. But I I just I'm setting up the thing. So what I've done is I've created a game called Break Boss and the way is you can win the game and become the break boss, like the cake boss. I love know? it. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you're gonna make I, it I assign points to different <laughs> cards in the box, and if you get those cards, you get a certain get number of points. points. So, so it's not you're... just about the chase for the big cards, it's about where you place. The top five at Great. the end win prizes. I give out other cards, so fun. other things. So, you know, it's so fun. I built up this community on Whatnot, and I go live there at whatnot.com slash quizdaddy, but um, I'm gonna be doing some breaks for, uh, uh, again, uh, Starstock and Loop and some other places, and um, you know, going to be going to be for, trying to find a forever home for my show here. I love this. Uh, but uh, basically, you know, this box right here, this 1990-91. Why I love hoops. this box, NBI hoops. I'll explain why I love this box and some of the big cards I signed points to. So. You see Michael Jordan on the Jordan on the, cover Jordan there, on on the, the front, right. So Jordan obviously is in here. Jordan
1: is just an evergreen. There's Pippen in the back calling Phil Jackson a racist. I yeah, can it's see it. Fancy. You can see it. And he's there. about to punch a guy outside of a Nobu. <laughs> they have the yeah. that in I want that NFT exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's get those going. <laughs> 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 those going. I, want, I want Rodman taking a dump in a <laughs> hallway in, a, in, in a, a, a North Korean hotel. Let's do that NFT. This is this is an idea. Let's I can get some funding. Come on, let's do it. Non-sport
2: sports athletes doing non-sports thing NFTs. Okay. Uh, so, you know, this Jordan card, that's the base Jordan. There's also an all-star card in here. Yeah, 50 points on that card, right? Yeah. You know, Sal, I give the top, top scores 50 points. Uh, but there's also a card of Sam Vincent, guard for the Orlando match. Sure. Remember him? Sure. No. Well, Sam Vin- it, it, and it, and typically a Sam Vincent card is worth bupkis. Right. But in this set, and only in the Series 1, the Sam Vincent base card, you know, you're talking about who else is in the card. Check that out. Who's in the foreground there? Do you see uh, that? Is that... Uh, Wearing number 12 for the Bulls. Who is that? Take a look at the face.
1: Zoom in if you need to. Uh, that's Michael Jordan wearing number twelve. Right, and it's Bill Cartwright wearing number twenty-four. But well, that Jordan wearing, as number, much. 12. Jordan wearing Jordan number twelve. Jordan wearing number twelve because
2: for one game in his career, he wore the number twelve jersey. February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety. Someone stole his uniform before the game. Have you heard the story? Yeah, yeah, exactly. In I, Orlando. I someone stole the uniform see, and he had to wear this number backup 12, uniform and that's 12. where Sam Vincent's card and, is and in. this card happened to be the photo it's a Sam Vincent card it's his card but, but because ca- there's a cameo with Jordan wearing this jersey Genius. it's the only card that exists with Jordan number 12 I love it this becomes a hot card this card was selling for $1000 in PSA 10 oh back in God. January now you can get it for about $300
1: 350 but still it's, up, but it's still, it, a 50 pointer in this break It's a 50 game. pointer it's a 60 but, pointer oh wow for Sam
2: one. Vincent now that's not the only cool kind of oddball card there's also this card Mark Jackson, do you know anything oh, about yeah. this card? You- so
1: this I know, the Menendez brothers in the background. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lyle and Eric, your favorite murderous sibling duo. Uh, Are they
1: wearing crazy sweaters?
2: Hey, they're killing it. <laughs> That's no, Kyle the and Eric And in the sitting courtside at MSG after they murdered their parents in cold blood. Oh my god! So this money. is after
1: murder. Yes, this is post murder. How are they going to have four courtside seats unless they murder their parents? Unless they and steal their Who money and I blow it, kill it all? Who got killed to get courtside court seats from the Knicks? Turns out, mom and dad. Mom and, mom dad. and dad down, man down. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mama, I mean. there goes those the murders. murders. Mama, there goes those murders. And one,
2: and one. <laughs> it was with the assist. Uh, so no, I think um, I, I think this is. You Murderous know, the only Menendez. card. The, it's the Menendez Brothers rookie card. Right. And it's the only one. Well, I wouldn't say that. They just discovered a Kiki Vandaway with Jeffrey Dahmer hanging in the yeah, back. Come on. Stop <laughs> uh, it.
1: Stop it. No, there's a it?
2: Dave Corzine with the Zodiac killer having a hot dog.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> the I only did, time we've seen him. <laughs> I did think it was weird that as the Menendez Brothers were sitting there, uh, Reggie uh, Miller made the choice. That, <laughs> that, like, that is that not okay. Like, no, not that is good. not all right. A uh, poor taste. Reggie.
2: So so this Menendez Brothers rookie card, this is also now like, it's still a $500, $600 card. And it's a Mark Jackson. Again, a common card. It would we worth 10 cents if you didn't notice this. Some guy just noticed it three years ago became a big deal. More recently, this hasn't caught on as much as Menendez but there's a third card with a courtside cameo with a strange little photo. Can you recognize that blurry face circa 1990? Is that Selena? Former Laker girl, current American oh, Paula idol. Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul sitting courtside on this Greg Grant card. I love it. So this one, you know, this is like a $5 card. It hasn't gone. I think it's cool. Paula Abdul. I
1: mean, straight, straight up. Straight I mean, up, look, it's a cool card. Hey, if you're into over-medicating yourself as an older person, Sure. A Sir, uh, one of the all-time great Syrian Jews. Can uh, we just put that out there? She She's Jewish. Jew? Paul Abdul Paul Abdul is... had oh a bat God. mitzvah. No way. No, she did not. Well, I did can't... she dance at her own bat mitzvah? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. That's when she discovered her that, love. That's Dude, this is... I don't think we can even do quick hits, Jay. No, this kind of took <laughs> this the This is quick hits. This is quick <laughs> hits. Yeah, we did. This is quick hits on the cards. I absolutely love this. Are you this. sure you don't want to do one? Let's do one. We could break some cards. I have some other cards if let's you let's want to do, do a break. Let's do one Patreon quick maybe. hit. Patron. Let's do one quick hit, and we'll break cards. Yeah, and we'll cards break in credits into Patreon. Okay, let's right, do a quick hit. You ready? All right, let's do one quick hit. Atlanta Falcons Pro Bowl kicker, young Who. Koo, Young Hoku, Young Hoku, Young Hoku had his Jeep Cherokee stolen. If what? that doesn't tell you that how he's a little kicker. kickers get paid, yeah, he, he a Jeep, a Jeep, Jeep Cher- Cherokee. This reminds me of—I don't know if you watched when there were no sports at the beginning of the pandemic. We've talked about this before, and you had horse between, between the WNBA players and the NBA players, yes, and Mike yes. Conley Jr. is playing in his own gym—a gym that's like nicer than the gym at the University of Michigan. This and guy a has, WNBA players like little, shooting on an outside rim in the and backyard next door to her apartment complex. Yeah, You're like no is, net. Tamika Catchings like. Someone else is like, "We got next." It's like, no, this is being televised on ESPN. Let her finish. Let her finish her playing thing. horse against Mike. Why Conley. is Mike Conley's gym better than most of Why these? Why does Mike houses? Conley's house gym have a concession stand? It's just ridiculous. Anyway, so so, he, so he's driving around a Jeep Cherokee, and that car gets stolen with his cleats in it. This oh, kicker. God. He put out a note on Instagram saying, Please bring back my cleats. I won't even be mad about the car. Of course, you wouldn't be mad about the car, right? Because, you
2: know, do you know how much cleats cost these days? It's a
1: cheap Cherokee. $150. Uh, What's the guy's name? This tells me uh, his name, he's the kicker for the Falcons, Uh Young Ho. Coup. I have the NFT of Young Huku receiving his cleats back from the person who's <laughs> <laughs> Kickers need more money is what I'm saying. Give the kickers more money. They they uh, score the points. They're, they're the ones who a lot of times win or lose games. But how, de- for real, you can't get another pair of cleats. I mean, You are an NFL kicker. Like, you're, making, you're making enough money to do that. It's not like you're making $100,000 a year, and even still you can get it. And it, it did seem like he was in an apartment complex. It was parked between two cars. He's going to have to take a job at Foot Locker to, right, just, uh, to get, just
2: to get his hands on those uh, on June those cleats again. This is
1: like old-time football when like Deacon Jones worked at a medical supply company exactly. for ha- in the offseason. Going door-to-door with Pee Wee <laughs> Reese going door-to-door selling vacuum cleaners. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know. All right, right, let's. Uh, should we do this other one? Should we, we're into these? Should yeah, let's we, do one more. Let's do, do one. one. All right, so uh, the Olympic Village has, we all know that. I mean, even with COVID, I, 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 it's going to be hard to stop it from being one giant orgy. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Finish your games, you know, get your scoring on the field, and get time to scoring back to s- the Olympic time Village, to right? Yeah. Rumor then came out that the beds in the Olympic Village were cardboard. You saw that. Did you see I did that? Scur- see this. To discourage sexual activity. Oh. So an Irish gymnast started jumping up and down on it. To, to Riz McClanahan, to who sh- I loved, by the way, on The Golden Girls. Me too. Riz McClanahan. Uh, has debunked the idea that the cardboard frame beds for athletes in Tokyo Village were not strong enough to withstand vigorous activity and were therefore anti-sex by recording himself leaping up and down on one sure, of Sure, an, an anorexic gymnast leaping up and down on a cardboard Yeah, place. but still, I, I, I think he's right. I, I think there are other ways that they can try and discourage sex, like maybe COVID. Yeah, COVID would make so, <laughs> Just I, give everyone COVID, right? Yeah, or I'm just having it <laughs> circulate. And all COVID games would be interesting. I mean, you know,
2: it's a level playing field, sure. right? Uh, everyone is on the same uh, uh, medicine at that point. That's right. Well, don't, don't Hydroxychloroquine
1: is the new right? <laughs> performance enhancer. Right. Organizers plan to give away about 150,000 condoms at the games, but they're telling athletes to take them home rather than use them in the village where social distancing rules and coronavirus. Measures or taking top priority, but yes, they do. It, I mean, think about that time. If you're an Olympic athlete, you're a kid. You've given your life to this thing. You're like you I just want a good. Night, I just want a good night's sleep before I go to perform. And the thing that I've been studying for and training for for the last certainly the last four years with less. Uh, please, can I sleep on an Amazon box?
2: You realize it's not even about the athletics for these people. It's about the sex. These people train well,
1: year after year since they're child, to, to to try to
2: hook up with a Latvian. That's right. That's the point.
1: Dude, that's why Athletes, their their bodies are in tip-top condition. They should want to be with you. It's so exciting for them. They're with other people. Who else understands their lives the way they understand their think lives? Think about the Nobody children
2: being kids. sired, potentially. Oh, my God. Uh, the the bloodline's here. Bro. I mean.
1: I'm gonna say brilliant athletes. You, you think about like force them to to yeah, make. I agree. They Something should, should come out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Nine good months should. later. Nine months exactly. later, you have the be- plenty for the then, future. And then we get to fight over which country gets the kid. Gets the kid. That would be amazing. Oh my goodness. Because if it's two people from two different countries, so you have the two countries play each other in whatever sport is their for custody. For, custody. for custody of, of this. Who child. gets the kid when they're older? That's this is great. We're coming. Kind of and then person. we can remake Kramer versus Kramer. Very the good. sex Olympics. We've uh-huh. done it. We did it.
2: There you go. I'm telling you, I, between that and the NFTs of of the ransoms <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the non-baseball activities, I feel like there we're, you go. That's there quick. Go. Hits. There That's go. quick
1: hits yeah. with Scott Rogowski. If you want to hear see him break a pack open and talk about that, uh, we're doing that on a Patreon. If you haven't joined our Patreon. New episodes of doing? Cheap Seats every month. We just did the international slap fight. Jay and I just picked the four that we're going to do for the, the next, next four, four months. Are unbelievable. Let's just say there's some old. ABC uh, of Sports. Cordelia, Keith Jackson. I have Hi. to give a
2: testimonial here. I just want to say, I've been telling you guys for years through the Patreon. It's so perfect for you too. Thank you, Mike. It's my great. Friend. I mean, bringing Cheap Seats back on your own way, it's per- it's just brilliant. And, so and it's about time you did it. I'm so glad
1: you did. And absolutely, if you're not signing up for that, why are you listening to the podcast? So, Patreon, and we get a little extra from the interviews, and we do a little bit Patreon pods once a week. So, all just for you. Five bucks. Go to uh, patreon.com. Look up Sklar Brothers. Sign up, please, please, please. Uh, uh, we're going to take a break and we have a special guest right after this, a voicemail. Uh, so, don't go anywhere. And Patreon. I fans. think it's an interview, actually. Is it an interview? Oh, it yeah, is yeah, an interview. Yeah, oh, a... it is an interview. That's right. It's not a voicemail. It's an interview because we did it last week. All right. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. And Patreon fans, uh, we're going to break a, a couple packs with uh, Scott Rogowski. So, uh, beware. Be the one mm-hmm. that you run to. When you got nowhere else to go when you need some love. I know I'm the last one. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. As promised, uh we have a special guest. Uh, I'm, I didn't even know he existed, Jay. That's I didn't little... know. So, so as twins, we always, I think, get excited when we find out that someone who we but admire. But this is not a twin. It's not just, a twin. Well, I, we admire that there's a brother who has a close connection there to you another go. brother. That's right. That's right. So this is uh, John Oliver. We're such a huge of fans. of last week tonight. Of John Oliver. His, I didn't know he had a brother named Ron Oliver. Ron Oliver who I'm so excited to talk politics with and just get into it with. Yeah, so stuff's like happened in the last couple of weeks that like to have Ron Oliver on, to me, is fantastic. Just to get his perspective. Ron, are you there, buddy?
0: I am here, I'm listening, and so far, I like what you're saying.
1: Okay, great, great, fantastic. Ron, It is you sound uncannily like your brother, John Oliver, who we absolutely love, uh, and I'm sure you will dig deep into the political nature of what we are about to talk about. Am I right? Well before you go on too
0: far about that I'm not a slinger of political shall we say manure okay I am a slinger of wondrous products lines and things of those uh, that's my game oh but, really? I mean, you know, okay. do I know that there's a political uh, yes i do yeah. do i attend not so much
1: okay well they're not really parties you attend but fine all right so i, I want to get your opinion and maybe the, you do have an opinion on this whole notion of the idea that a player like shohei otani american baseball player from will never Japan, be a big star because, because he, he is working an through an interpreter is this something that we should worry about can he transcend the sport okay now let me walk a delicate line here uh-huh. and tell you
0: this uh-huh. i don't think that there's any language in the world mm-hmm. that speaks more than the language of cold hard cash. Oh. <laughs> and when you look at Otani uh-huh. and the numbers he's generating sure. on the field, yeah. that translates directly to the till. Am but, I wrong? You're, of you're not, wrong. not, wrong. You're not wrong, wrong, wrong. Oliver,
1: I'm rarely wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm all know. over this topic. Okay, so he so the money he's making, it is, is insane though to money hear does your talk. voice and to not have any political slant You don't have any political slam any political sl- You don't follow politics in any way, shape, or form?
0: I follow the shape of the letter S with two lines oh, money. going down the, the middle. Money. It's yeah. about the money, fellows. Uh-huh. Follow the money, and there lies the answer to all ills, political, sports or any.
1: Okay. So Ron Oliver, all Ron Oliver about is money. all about money. that dollar and excuse me, all about that pound. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you you gotta make those pounds if you and, and Ron, you live in England or is it there was rumor that you lived in Dubai just for the money, I mean, for the tax breaks?
0: I do have a property in Dubai and I'm glad you brought this up <laughs> mm-hmm. because let me tell your listeners right now, <laughs> if you act right now on usdeals.com, oh, nope. you will find an incredible opportunity oh, no, to wait. invest in a sand
1: lot
0: no now what i mean by that is Ron. the children of dubai don't have sandboxes out in the you know their okay. yards their sure. sandboxes are beachfront property okay so oh and they don't they're not that good with money uh, so you uh, can really get a great deal on a wonderful sandbox sand okay mm-hmm. okay and
1: so, so, well, did you ever see the the movie the sandlot or no
0: I don't believe I have. I'd love to hear you break it down in narrative fashion. Well,
1: Well, it's okay. It's about a bunch of kids kids who play baseball baseball in a sandlot. sandlot. But, I mean... Well,
0: there you go. We're talking baseball. uh Now you've brought this into it. It all comes full circle. We're here. We should be here. There you go.
1: All right. So, Shohei Itani, in your opinion, it doesn't matter if he has an interpreter or not. His achievements will translate into dollars. Is that what you're saying?
0: uh, They will translate into dollars. And I know... Because I have heard, and I do watch occasionally American telly. Uh-huh. I know that this commentator Stephen A. Smith yeah. is in a bit of hot water. He was he's not a lobster. Nope. But he's in a bit of hot water over this whole issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're and right. Just, go ahead. No, I'm saying you're absolutely right. He is in hot water over this issue, and yet you you're saying Stephen A. Slow your roll. This is a guy who's just going to make money. Let the money speak for itself before you determine whether or not he's going to well, be a so money. He doesn't need an interpreter. I mean,
0: if I, had, if I had a word of advice for Stephen A, and I probably do, uh-huh. it would be this. Stephen, uh-huh. you proceeded to bury yourself with each syllable that you uttered, uh-huh. like a samurai committing linguistic Harry carry. Yep. You bought yourself a one-way ticket on the bullet train to camp cancel culture. Okay. Well, guess what? I have your escape
1: pass. How's and he going to do it, it, it? Let's okay, hear it? Let's hear, let's hear, hear it. Here's how he's
0: going to get out okay. of this much like my amazing back knee cleansing solution pimps away oh god which removes hard to reach pimples and so forth this fine. is great no, good to know that's a good side track know. i have the perfect elixir to cure Stephen's seals it's called <laughs> it. a away all you have to do Stephen, is remove the a in mm-hmm. Stephen a smith okay taking you from a controversial skewer of gossip and bombastic opinion and turning you into Steve Smith, mm-hmm. neighbor mm-hmm. holding a rake, okay. waxing on about water conservation. Steve Smith. <laughs> Boom, problem solved.
1: Dude, I think this is a it's, great it's, it's idea. A re, it's a re, if anyone understands rebranding, it's Ron Oliver. Oliver. If anybody understands how to live in anonymity, because I didn't even know Ron Oliver existed, it's Ron Oliver. Ron so, Oliver, you not, know not how-
0: only do I exist, <laughs> I thrive. And very quickly, my question for you, and this will sure. be it. We'll wrap Are up. Are either this. of you going to on a vacation this summer
1: yeah sure sure. i'm gonna go on a vacation what do we need fantastic we've
0: opened the gateway Uh after a long hard pandemic isn't it time for your family to get away for a great vacation sure but with inflation soaring and car rental companies gouging prices like a jake paul slapping match Uh how do you decide where to go and who to take
1: i don't know
0: my new board game Oliver's Travels, you can eliminate (laughs) a younger family member from your travel plans
1: by simply
0: asking trivia questions like this. If COVID is, in fact, a lab-based virus, uh-huh. how do we explain its organic evolution from the original variant to the multitudinous variants we see in today's viral landscape? No way, Go a on, young Daisy. Kid. Take your time. Th- right. You've got
1: one minute. No kid can answer that And that's around. a way to eliminate, eliminate a kid from, from the your trip. trip. Then you it's take one call. person off the payroll. I love this. Dude, you've, you've got AOA. You've got uh, back pimps and you've got uh now you've got the elimination of a kid I love this Oliver's travels Thank okay
0: you. Very, very Ron, much. Ron Oliver.
1: Is it Ron, Ron Oliver. Oliver's ideas.com or what is it? Ron Oliver's Deals. Deals. Deals.com. Ron well, Ol-
0: I have various names through various <laughs> domains. We won't we won't get into the particulars. Various, but trust me, the bills are paid. You'll find various it.
1: Various names and various na- domains.com. Ron Oliver, appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining the show. Holy smokes, I didn't even know he existed. There you go. That's a show. Ron Oliver. <laughs> Give him all the credit in the world uh-huh. uh just for showing up. God, he really sounds like so Gun much. Oliver. Does he not? So it's much. just insane. No I, what, what, it's such a, a foreign concept to have a brother sound that much like his brother. I don't know what that's like. I have no idea what that part. would be like. All right, uh, guys, uh, that's the show. Thank you to uh, Scott Rogowski. Check out our Patreon. We have an incredible story. We actually unboxed some uh, some cards with him while we're with him. So check that out. It's it's super fun. Uh, and that is on our Patreon.com slash Brothers. You'll get uh, new episodes of Cheap Seats. You can check that out. A uh, new one every month. We just picked the next four that we're going to do for that and they are amazing and amazing. incredible. Uh, so check that out, plus extra content, extra interviews, and then a Patreon pod every week. Uh, check all that out at our Patreon page, and we'll see you next week.
0: a podcast network.